train. It's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Super, the honorable Captain Ginyu was just diagnosed with the deadly coronavirus. <laughs> suffering from the <laughs> suffering from the <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so hard not to Put aside your differences and respect the office of head of the Ginyu Force. You wouldn't wish ill on someone just for being Captain Ginyu, would you? Find out this week on Fallen Out Super. All right, we got through. Yeah, it's gonna cut together we real did, nice. It's gonna sound. It's gonna Captain sound Captain Ginyu sweet. switch bodies with Chris Christie at the uh, Bedminster Golf Club. <laughs> I'm now imagining Chris Christie on his back in the starfish position with his mouth open. <laughs> Getting ready to change. Change. Now, oh no. It's Ron Corzine. <laughs> Damn. How's this thing go? Wow. What a, what a day. What a week. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. Just as good. Yep, that's right. Uh, it's it's a just a regular week with your regular cast of people, the same people who are here every week, of course. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Masculinity is a prison, and so is showing up to my podcast. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Patak. What the fuck is up? <laughs> Longtime listeners uh, of the Behind the Paywall show will know of our long-standing tradition of the uh, opening segment of the show being the 15-minute "What the fuck is up" segment. <laughs> and uh, that's this true. Week, this week we thought we'd give you a little treat. <laughs> Just a little treat for the uh, for the people who uh, you know, God love them, don't want to pay for the show, and uh, for you, you get the "What the fuck is up" segment here behind the or ahead of the paywall. And you're saying you're saying, but 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 Jeremy, I subscribe to your show to support it. Won't uh, won't I miss the "What the fuck is up" segment behind the paywall? No, you won't. You won't because you you're won't. Getting, lucky. You a double dose, <laughs> a double of, dose what of "What the fuck is what up" the fuck is segment. Up. <laughs> Just for you. No, behind the paywall, we're going to be interviewing a, a New York City comedian uh, about their history with Dragon Ball. <laughs> behind the paywall, Glenn Greenwald is coming on to talk about the dangers of social networking you're gonna and be, what that could mean for you. You're going to be so surprised when you hear that this open micer who just got started uh, getting booked on bar shows, so they reached our radar. They have a fun history with Dragon Ball. <laughs> 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 uh, we're gonna find out soon. 
Um, but hey, everyone, thanks for coming back. And uh, it's been a pretty good week. Mm. Yeah, a lot of good stuff has happened this week. Um, you know, for now, example, my child mm-hmm. is doing very well. Good. I'm happy. Really, that's a big plus. A lot of me. really good stuff happening at the hospital. Um, you know, my wife is home adjusting very well. And uh, also, Donald Trump has COVID-19, and I have not stopped laughing all week. (laughs) Jeremy's newborn child has sucked the life out of 45th President Donald John Trump. Merely by bursting into the world, sucking all of the air out of his lungs on impact. Much like um, much like Magneto in X Men Two, <laughs> with the uh, when in that opening scene when he pulls the uh, iron out of the the yeah. prison guard, and much like Magneto in X Men Two, your baby has been put in a plastic prison <laughs> also to ensure he can't hurt anyone else. God damn. <laughs> We have to respect the office. We have to respect the office. It's, you know, sometimes you have a political disagreement with a baby, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You just have to make sure you're punching up (laughs) at the powerful people in this world. Yeah. Sorry, witches are powerful. If you could do magic, you're going to get roasted. It's true. Witches are powerful. And we're here in witchy season. Spooky season, Ooh, if you will. spooky season. Yeah. David's got his spooky outfit on. What are you wearing? A purple shirt? He's purple wearing a witch's, witch's hat, and he's stirring a cauldron in front of him. <laughs> and the front of the cauldron has some text on it. I'm, I'm trying to read it now. It looks like it says, Alex's Secrets. He's stirring Alex's a pot of secrets. Alex's secrets. Oh. That can't be right. <laughs> I do have. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he has access to those. That There's a little bit. At all. I, I mean, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the cauldron, Alex. It says it right on the front. It's mislabeled. Right. I lent him that pot. There's a little bit of an addendum that I remembered the other day to the Alex's balls going inside himself story. Oh, really? Why yes. are you even communicating <laughs> off mic for this? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, before we before we get in the segment, um, I just want you to just really quickly give us the traditional intro of Double Double Toil and Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it. It's the time of year. Double Double Toil and Trouble. One time at a Mexican restaurant, Alex told me about weird porn he's seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. Was, that's the lyrics. It was the same the lyrics of the song. <laughs> it was the same conversation in the as the balls thing. Right. And he's like, David, have you? And uh, I think Max Hogel was there too. But he says, Have you guys ever seen the porn where the woman lifts the guy up over her shoulders and blows him? And I'm like, No. And then Alex wait, is wait. like, Over the shoulders, like like a fireman carry. Like no, nothing like a fireman carry. <laughs> Like you're mounting a stag's head. <laughs> what? Like a full military press in the air. Sometimes I really regret talking to you in 2017. <laughs> I knew I was going to be paying for it for years afterwards. <laughs> As if you're perfect recall. So what are we talking about? We're talking about like a full on, like a, like a weightlifter's lift. Kind of, kind of- yeah, like a clean and jerk. I don't know what but that to is. To give head. <laughs> <laughs> so she, oh, so she's like, 
like full on like pressing up and down. Mm. But like well, did you just looking have to, up, I don't even remember. This was three years ago. This <laughs> <laughs> has him in the air, David. What what else is happening in this story? <laughs> no, there's you ended it by saying, and Max and I just look at you like no, nah, and then you go, you need a big woman and a little guy like a Gabe <laughs> Smith type. <laughs> I have no idea why you wanted to share this on the radio. Well, no one the, knows who that is. It was in the cauldron. This is an unremarkable conversation. What are you going to do, man? It's, it's, it's spooky season. Your secrets. What it's you? spooky season. He has the cauldron out. He got the fire going. When I lent you that cauldron, it wasn't to use against me in a public forum. I don't know what you thought was going to happen when you lent him that cauldron. He said, it's October. Can I borrow your cauldron? I don't have anything for brew and i said oh yeah i have one it's mislabeled as long as you give it back it's not a big deal jesus christ these aren't even like secrets as much as like untoward things i've said years in the past i was positive would never come back to haunt me well, this is what happens when there's a power vacuum. This is, this is why everyone in the media is so worried that the president is sick and all the secrets are coming out. And everybody who's seen any large women lift up tiny men is going to get blasted for it. That's true. Has anybody, has anybody seen Donald Trump's uh, Trump secrets cauldron? Does anybody know its current whereabouts? Hmm. It's it's not in any of the videos. I don't know if they're editing his secrets cauldron out That's of the true. videos. That's true. They could be editing it out of the video. That's very true. <laughs> Jeremy just sent us a very interesting clip where Donald Trump's coughs are morph transitioned out out of the uh, shot, so it looks like his he's like making a, a sucker face halfway yeah, it, through a sentence. It looks like he's um he's like talking through a burp. <clears throat> Yeah, it or looks like, uncannily like the president threw up in his mouth mid-sentence and carried on a conversation. You know what it kind of looks like is um, he does a face like um, like Santa's little helper from The Simpsons. <laughs> the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he's done something bad. Just he's like got- anytime the dog like gets like choked or something and he like his yeah. eyes go the ah. wrong ways and like... <laughs> He looks like those videos where they're like ch- teaching you how to perform cunnilingus on a grapefruit, but he just like doesn't have the grapefruit. <laughs> yeah, we're all familiar with those videos. <laughs> We've all watched the videos. Part one of five. <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy who does like Dave Smith teaches guitar. Wait a second, guitar, wait a second like, David. Dave Smith will teach you how to lick out a lady. Did David, David, did you did you put away the Alex's Secrets Cauldron and pull out the David's Secrets Cauldron? How did you get it heated up so fast? Why did you have to borrow mine? Listen, the, I don't understand. The David's Secrets Cauldron doesn't have as good secrets. Why don't you just share the David's Secrets Cauldron instead of this gross breach of, uh, of, of uh, ethics involved in using my cauldron? I was told anything I said on the podcast was legal. You cannot prosecute me. For- <laughs> that, it's, it is legal. You know, in terms of David's secrets, uh, Jeremy didn't even know you uh, destroyed your leg. Oh, yeah. yeah. What happened to your leg? And that's why you're available to podcast at all times. Because <laughs> you went to kick a soccer ball and your leg exploded. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I, um, I tore my meniscus. 
Mm. Yeah. Ow. An athlete's injury. Yes. When did this happen? This happened in August. What? <laughs> God damn. Notice he's not going in the cauldron for this fact. He's and just you, getting it off the table. And so you were you were playing. Is that why your hair is like this now? You started playing soccer? Uh, Yeah, I'm like messy. I'm like... Uh, <laughs> You're trying to look like you're trying to look like one of those soccer guys who yeah. like pretends they're European. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got like a headband and uh, no, I um. So like I probably heard it years ago, and then I was at the beach having like a a soccer like pass, and then yeah, boo, I'm on the ground and I can't like put any weight or move my leg. Jesus. So my two friends they carried me out of the beach bar mitzvah style. Mm. And this was for. <laughs> it did sound like you were saying you were at a beach bar mitzvah. They had you on a chair and they lifted it up and down on the way out of the beach. <laughs> and then I was forced to do a slow dance with my mom. It was the whole program. You were like, it's so hard to play Coke and Pepsi with a torn meniscus. <laughs> oh, I also just side note a soccer pass is when you can cheat on your wife, but only with the game of soccer. You can cheat on your wife, but only if it's foot stuff. Only no, if you right. fuck Ronaldo. <laughs> you both have Ronaldo on your list. So, David, like, your hair's gotten to a very interesting point where it's like clearly long Jewish hair, but it's uncannily like Zach De La Roca in the later years of Rage Against the Machine. Yes, yes. He's my uh, fashion icon. <laughs> he takes the rules and puts them away. That's like when I say Alex's secrets, that's like my version of speaking truth to power like mm. they did in their rap rock. Yeah, so it's like um it's the um the part in the middle of that one song where it's like fuck you I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> yeah, fuck that you. one song. Yeah, what's which one is that? The yeah, uh that's their um, biggest is it bomb song? track? <laughs> Killing in the name well, of? Is it killing in the name of? Okay. <laughs> Look, they have a lot of songs. They have a lot of songs. It's hard to remember which the one Nina. has the fuck so you, I won't the do which one. No, it's not. <laughs> the yes, Nina, it is. Everyone the knows Pinta, that one. The Santa, Maria, Alex's balls go inside him when he comes. <laughs> That's what I, I was never say, invited it, back the, on this show, David. It's the quiet because part. You use your powers for evil. Not Alex's like balls making... go inside him when he comes. <laughs> Alex's balls go inside him. It'd be one thing if you were mocking Jeremy's new baby, but to use them against me, an innocent man, has done nothing but podcast for seven months to stay pure. An essential worker, a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are sides of people's windows thanking me, and this is how you treat me <laughs> in my own show. People are people are going out their windows banging pots and pans together, asking me if I'm tired of going to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people at the post office are essential workers. They, thank, thank you to them. Thank you to them for keeping our elections fair. All joking aside... Shout out to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the show. All joking anyway, aside. Anyway, so what about my balls? What was the story? <laughs> was there more or was that it? You were checked into Walter Reed Medical Center, right? No, no, that's no, not me. No, no. <laughs> You're thinking of the President of the United States, a man I'm often confused with, but distinctly separate from. That would be very funny, though, if that was why Trump... Like, the COVID thing is a cover, and it's actually because he had an erection that lasted too long. <laughs> they have, 
like the top doctors from like Johns Hopkins and the Mayo Clinic. They've got like those paddles and they're like that electrocute you and they're just doing it on his dick. And that's why they're doing the video, all the videos of him talking. He's always sitting at the desk. <laughs> but if you pan down, you notice you you go down to the desk. It's an inch off the ground. <laughs> all four legs. That's There's- right. In that one picture that everyone was posting around, where they're like, "Does he have a secret oxygen tank?" <laughs> <laughs> is that an oxygen tank in your pocket <laughs> <laughs> or are you just happy to see me <laughs> trying to figure out how that one would end i don't know we'll come back to it we'll come back to it <laughs> uh jeremy you weren't here last week i thought we had fantastic success when i wrote a little uh uh, uh topics list mm. to discuss on the show okay did you do it this time? everyone loving it everyone Really rejoicing in the diversity of uh, ideas here. Here's one thing I wrote. Favorite fall beverages. What's Favorite yours? fall beverages. <laughs> Did you do that last week or is that new to this no. week? No. <laughs> last week we talked about sync for a long time mostly. Okay, okay, okay. One time um, you sent me a list of topics for your other podcast, Pod Dad and America, that was like 50 topics long. Each one of them very involved. And I was like trying to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss. But yeah, so favorite. And we got uh, to none of them on the episode. <laughs> That's when you know it was a good podcast. That's, it was too good. We didn't have to fall back. Yeah. It's like the topics. it's the Bill Hicks, right? Bill Hicks said that the the material is what you fall back on when you don't Material's have something to say. Fall back on, David. Bill Hicks said your balls are. Notes. Bill Hicks said your balls are what goes inside you when you see a woman lift That's a right. guy up and give him a. That's blowjob. not what he said. That's not what he said. And Bill Hicks was a good friend who wouldn't say things like this on his friend's radio show. He loved he loved to watch women do a fireman carry of a man and then suck his dick over their shoulder I just like said that. It was a crazy thing I saw. And it was. What's the big deal? I do think the Fireman's Carry is probably happens. that's probably the funniest move you could do. It would be so complicated to suck a dick from a Fireman's Carry. Well, you'd you have to like, imagine you'd be doing it like you'd over your shoulders, like you were. Yeah, they'd be you'd sideways. Need an even over your bigger woman. <laughs> really, Just like one huge shoulder, very special shoulder and back muscles. Yeah. Um, what a favorite long- fall beverage, though. Hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. I don't see what's wrong with it. I don't particularly you coffee flavored coffee flavor coffee. Nine months out of the year, I don't mind switching it up for I the like harvest. I like apple cider. I like apple cider Ooh, a lot. Yeah, me, I put love some it. whiskey in when you've been bad. Honestly, no, I don't even like booze in it. I like just like a plain ass apple cider. <laughs> yeah, that can really brighten a day, can it? It's so nice, and it makes you like it makes you shit real clean. <laughs> Apple cider does? Yeah, dude. It just like oh, cleans you right out. Oh, apples always do. Yeah. You don't seem like you eat a lot of fruit. I do. I love fruit. It's like my okay. favorite thing in the world. Yeah. You hide it well. <laughs> <laughs> you look very unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were one of those uh, no vitamin C. No, man. You don't remember that time you, uh, I was over your house once. I felt so self-conscious about this for like a month afterwards, mm. but you, uh, you had like a, a little bowl of like blackberries out, and I feel like I ate like every single one. Oh, of them. that was you. <laughs> We've been looking for the culprit for years. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Jeremy secret cauldron is now in full display. Yeah, Alex, I'm like, like the, I'm like the Hamburglar, but with blackberries. Alex filed a police report about the blackberries. <laughs> 
I don't know who did it. I just want them found. <laughs> Alex took an ad out in the New York Post full page that said arrest the Central Park Five for the theft of my blackberries. <laughs> we need to bring back the death penalty. It's just a picture of me. <laughs> It's like, be the full like the white and black stripes. <laughs> These super predators cannot be trusted on our streets. You offer them berries, they take the whole bowl. The whole bowl is gone. I don't even think you offered. I think you just had it out. It is for guests. Alex but was not like, like that. Looking forward to this yogurt bowl parfait he was gonna make as soon as he left. <laughs> All right, I have the yogurt. I have the granola. What? What happened? How am I going to eat a yogurt parfait? I these almonds for nothing. (laughs) What even is a parfait if there's only two types of layers? (laughs) Does anybody make parfaits at home? I certainly haven't. And I'm not about to start now. It doesn't make sense. Just mix it all together. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I've been eating... (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this is like, this is Jeremy's version of the movie Network. You can just... <laughs> I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to layer my yogurt print granola anymore. <laughs> Open your window and scream into the streets. They mix together anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, Damn. we never heard about drinks you enjoy in the fall. Um, I mean, cider was taken, so... Cider is taken. You cannot you say cider. You can't say it. Yeah, you're going to have to find it a new drink. It is already claimed. <laughs> I'll have to say chai tea. Ooh, right. I also think that's a fall one. Mm. Is it? You you can have it in other seasons, but I think it's not quite a cocoa, and it's not quite a margarita, is it? It's a What's little. The, it's, what's it's, the it's idea there? What's the idea there? It's in between <laughs> summer and winter. It's an autumnal thing. <laughs> this is why I made the list so we could get through the things like this. Why not an Arnold Palmer for summer or something like that? <laughs> this is an idea I had because I'm not going to do stand up anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, how come there's no blue collar Barbies? You never see that. She's always an astronaut, or she's like. Or she's okay. a scientist. Right. Yeah. When's when, when Barbie ever going to show up in a jumpsuit like, I'm Bobby, I'm here for your trash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is my sister. She likes to watch. Well, you know how you it pull, is, man. Like you the, pull the, a the... string behind the Barbie and she just says, take it up with my union steward. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> and with trash collector Barbie, you also get a free edition of, uh, of fucking, oh no, I blew it. Wait, this is a, but wait, but wait this is a good um, this is a good vein because I was thinking this all week at the hospital or really the past couple of weeks I've been at the hospital a whole visiting fucking visiting our lot. president visiting our president of course <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I kept thinking was that Piccolo has such strong male nurse vibes that's what you were thinking of when you were visiting your baby in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I thought the whole time was, wow, Piccolo sure looks like a male nurse. Yeah, well, because Piccolo is strong, like a male nurse. <laughs> well, I mean, That's male correct. nurses, they all are fucking, like, jacked, dude. Every single one of them, they have so much to, like, I feel like they Our have, only like, friend a- who's a male nurse is a former college football player, so that's, That's the true, metric yes. we're working uh-huh. with. Yeah. 
Um, um, yeah, I think it's because you're a, if it's you kind of like a delicate, shoulder. it's a delicate position, right? Mm. Because people walk in with expectations. They're like, it's going to be some soft handed nurse here touching all my medications. And you want them to know you're a big man. I can, so I can you lift your medicine. And, yeah, <laughs> you ho- hoist the patient above to your head and you start sucking their dick. <laughs> Just to let them know you're a nurse. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's all I had on that. Piccolo looks like a male nurse. Really, a lot of the Namekians do. Yeah. It's the male well, nurse planet. <laughs> the planet is a hospital because it is dying. I mean, I think Dende is like a doctor. That's true, mm. and you wouldn't expect it, but he's like, I'm not. He's, a he's like a Doogie Howser, yeah. Yeah, because he yeah, looks yeah. like he's he like, looks like he'd be really at home holding a clipboard, and like <laughs> I feel like uh, Guru, the Grand Elder, is probably a doctor or like right, an administrator like, oh, wow. of some type. How old are you? And he's like, I'm sorry, it's AIDS. <laughs> 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 they send him in with the bad news because he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's a real thing. If you work at a hospital, write in. Tell us who has to deliver the bad news. Who does the bad news, yeah. Um, Tell us your male nurse stories. I always thought it would be probably really tough to be in a hospital in, like, Australia. Because you got to, like, keep getting bad news from, like, Australian accents. And they're using all the weird, like, nicknames they have for words and shit. Yeah, right. You got a blimey tumoru up on your uh, spinal column. Sorry, mate, you got the the kizza. (laughs) You're like, what's the kizza? It's cancer. Doctor, is he okay? You're dying of cancer. No. (laughs) You're dying of cancer. It's malignant, mate. It's malignant. It's Melissa. It's, uh, it's a bit of a bulgeroo. So we call malignant here in Oz, Melissa. <laughs> you I got a bit Melissa. of Vegemite on your prostate, mate. <laughs> that actually isn't a health problem at all. You can fix that. <laughs> no big deal if there's Vegemite on your prostate. I've always no, that's been not a big that. problem. Yeah, you should just be more clean with your sex at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy damn well check out alex's book what to do if you have vegemite on your prostate <laughs> <laughs> this sort of thing is my bag baby so <laughs> <laughs> um, i got on this list damn where are we oh, on uh, time we got three minutes oh film. beautiful one more one more one okay. good one I have the words Greek mythology facts, but that would, <laughs> hey guys, that would quick, require more time. Hey, quick all question. Right. What is this podcast about? Hey, quick question. Can we get Phil Stamato back? I know it's been years <laughs> since we've seen him. You made me watch an episode of Dragon Ball. I don't, we're I don't getting think he to does. it in three minutes, I don't David. Think, I don't it's think Phil does time. comedy anymore. I don't know where he is anymore. He's in Brooklyn. I saw him at the park. Really? A few months ago, yep. <laughs> Damn. That's true. Genuinely don't think I've seen him since he was on this show. Which hey, was if you've seen Phil at the park, right in. <laughs> Tell us what that was like. Now, let's get around to another one of these topics. Do you think Under Armour is directly braced on Frieza's armor? 
Or do you think it's just a coincidence that they happen to have a lot of similar properties? Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay, because of the stretchiness? What are we talking here? This episode of Dragon Ball has a long discussion about the properties of Frieza's armor, what it looks like, why it has shoulder pads, uh, how it's hard, but it's loose. And just being inside Frieza's base made me think, hey, this looks a lot like an Under Armour store. Shit, and wait. it came out before, so I could see the people at Under Armour being like, we're just doing that. Damn, did I watch the wrong episode? <laughs> I hope not. Jeremy watched Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> thought it was the Grey's Anatomy week. Well, I mean, like, there's a part where Vegeta puts on some armor. Did you watch 35? I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'll try to do it off my memory if you did. Is it, but is I it hope the one did. where they uh, they find the Dragon Balls, like, all buried outside and shit? No. Oh, <laughs> damn. No, it's not. <laughs> I, you know, I sent it to David, and I thought, like, maybe Jeremy <laughs> I looked needs a refresher because he's been I was at like, the hospital. I looked at the SoundCloud for the number. <laughs> How the fuck did that happen? Oh, no, honey. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we're going to do our best here, and oh, I will man. walk us through the moments by moments. I don't know if I want to get the episode up and just skim through it or something. I think this is probably the first time this has ever happened on this show. Where that was, there was that one episode where we just didn't even try to recap Dragon Ball and everyone got very angry. Do you remember everyone that? Everyone did get mad at us over that. Yeah, and there was one, I feel like, where one of us was like late and didn't see the episode. I feel like I could guess who it was, but I don't remember. Um, How did everyone feel about that? I don't know. Oh, damn, <laughs> oh, I, did watch, I did watch 34. Yeah, I thought, I thought that might have been the case. Damn. Well, All right. Well. <laughs> oh, the just a quick Under Armour story. I saw an episode of Shark Tank where one of the contestants was like, his origin story was that he was a lawyer for the Under Armour guy before like Under Armour took off, and mm-hmm. he couldn't afford to pay him for services, so he offered him stock in Under Armour, and he turned it down. <laughs> And it like haunted him the rest of his life because he could have been a mega That's millionaire. Haunt you. So Damn. then he was trying to get in on like do his own version, and he <clears> invented <throat> the man robe, which was robes for men. <laughs> do men not wear robes? I think men are all over robes. Well, it's like a robe, but it's got like a little hole in the front for for peeing. <laughs> what did it look like? It was literally like pajama pants and a robe, like. Jacket. All right, I'm I'm googling man. Everyone at home, Google man robe, and then we will move on. Damn, that does sound like the kind of decision making you'd find from somebody who who lost out like that. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. It seems like a real dumbass came up with that idea. <laughs> Yeah, also, I, I mean, not for nothing, this is not any more masculine than a normal robe. <laughs> Does it have a pee hole in the front or anything? No, it doesn't have a pee hole. It's a robe. The whole thing is a pee hole. What are you talking about? It's just a robe with pants. It's like, and he was charging like $5,000 a piece. Oh, it's dude robe. That's what it's called, dude robe. Oh. Yeah. So it's a little more. Are your robes too feminine? All right, let's let's look at the properties of the dude robe. Um, we got towel-lined hood, in parentheses, because dudes love hoods. 
Dudes do love We've hoods. We've got hoodie, fit, and style, which is different, I guess, from a regular robe. Mm. Um, premium sweatshirt material. <laughs> Double tacked, more manly belt. <laughs> Deep I've always pockets. felt emasculated by my robe belt. <laughs> uh, super, uh, yeah, super absorbent towel lining, logoed drawstring. Extra pocket inside for your wallet. <laughs> when you have what? your wallet in the shower. You're walking around with this? Where are and, you going? And of course, most importantly, above the knee length. That is a great way to market to rich people. Is like, yeah, it's a robe, but it has it has it has something for your wallet. You can keep your wallet on you. We know you like you need that. You're going to need that because all the money you have to buy this robe. When you step out of the grotto, are you tired of having to go back to your room to get your wallet? (laughs) You have to go all the way across the pool house, past the courtyard and servants' quarters, all the way over to your estate just to get your wallet? Not anymore. With robes for dudes. <laughs> Thanks for, to robes for dudes, you can pay to have a prostitute murdered from the comfort of your own poolside. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I will be recapping yeah. episode 35 <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, it's episode 35 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. I didn't write down the name because somebody else was supposed to take the notes. <laughs> But uh, let's, let's jump into can, things, shall we? Let's see we? if we can find it, huh? If we remember from last week, uh, Goku and Captain Ginyu had done an old Goku switcheroo with Captain Ginyu wearing that Goku suit out to the buffet. <laughs> he was fighting young Gohan and Krillin, his friend, uh, to the death, unable to harness Goku's full powers in his Goku body because he yeah. don't know what that Goku body do. Now, of course, I'm deeply familiar with this episode, having just watched it today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you have any thoughts about this this uh, sordid event? Yeah, well, first of all, Namekians look like male nurses. Right, That yeah. we covered that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, wow, what a shit episode. Really whack. <laughs> Overall, really boring and dumb. I think Nothing I really gave happens. it like four or five. Anyway, yeah. uh... So, yeah, I mean, it's a tough situation because Goku has swapped into Captain Ginyu's body, but before they swapped, Captain Ginyu punched himself in the chest so hard he injured his own heart, which will really stop you from fighting. So Goku's trapped in his body with a big hole in it. He does like a beam punch to himself, right? Yeah, it looks like he's trying to rip his own heart out. Also, uh, uh, the thing is... He's, like, flying around trying to find... Oh, I was very stuck on how broad Captain Ginyu is last episode. He's built like a linebacker. Yeah. He's, like, he's like a foot thick and then four feet wide. Captain Ginyu lifted Krillin over his shoulders and blew him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he did I'm doing the notes. That didn't happen. It's a show for all ages. It's Dragon Ball Z Kai. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh... A tough situation, really, because, you know, you want to defeat Captain Ginyu, who's a bad, bad man, but you don't want to hurt Goku's body because it's such a good one. And so Vegeta, at the beginning of this episode, notices that Captain Ginyu is very weak in Goku's body because of the success Krillin and Gohan are having fighting him, which we're all familiar with it. And he decides to take advantage and uh, just plow 
the the mofo. Is, would you say that's fair? Do you think he plows him? Yeah, he knocked him into the ground, and this made me laugh. David, like, you watched the correct episode. <laughs> <laughs> Goku was like... I can't believe this is the first time this has happened. Uh, um, he was, like, knocked into the ground, and then, uh, like, something that made me laugh was the usual of the, the timing of, like, how long you'll see somebody, like, that happened to them in a TV show... It stayed with Goku a beat longer of him just squirming in the ground. And it was like, oh, man, he's really dead. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of shots in this episode that seem like for the, the whole hook of Dragon Ball Z Kai is it's edited better. And there's like a few weird pauses in this that really fill the space. It really yeah. lingered on Goku just being immobile in the dirt. I kind of feel like it really just goes to show just how little content there actually is in Dragon Ball Z. That like I because I you know I watched the last episode today and like five <laughs> oh, times really? five different times they explain how like you know, we switched bodies and like this is gonna be confusing for people. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> Sometimes you're in the wrong body and you have to change with a beam that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, there you can always tell there's uh, they have a lot to work with when when the people who are directing the show are like what happens here maybe just let Goku sit. For a beat. <laughs> Just let, let it, it really weigh in. He is on the ground. Let, let the, the kids really understand in. their hero is on the brink of death. He's very badly hurt. Let that sink into the children. So Vegeta is just smacking, smacking Captain Ginyu around like he's a pinata. Up and down and left and right. And in around five punches, he's done the same amount of damage to Captain Ginyu that Captain Ginyu did to himself when he tried to rip his own heart out, which is like, <laughs> damn, my man, my man been like, he been lifting them weights, you know? He's like a, a big slugger now. He's really doing the work, you know? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I didn't take notes, so I'm just gonna <laughs> do my best. <laughs> Okay, I can take it. So, like, Goku's, like, down to the ground, and then um, there's some talk about a change, and then Goku screams change, and then he and Ginyu uh, are about David, to David, I'm going to jump in here because you're doing a great job because <laughs> you don't follow the show every week, but it is important to remember Captain Ginyu is in Goku's body, and so yes. he realizes upon Vegeta beating him so badly that he's got to get in Vegeta's body. What would it be yeah. like to drive that little car around? Yeah, it's so like... So much uh, horsepower. Yeah, it's like trying to get out of your your uh, like your charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're at the traffic light, you look over, there's a nice coupe next there's to you, a little you think, fiat. what if I could get behind the wheel and There's that? one of those hot little Italian fiats or something like that, and you're what like, What if I'm I gonna, could shoot my soul out of my mouth into I'm gonna, that car? <laughs> I'm going to get out of my big Nazi car and get into that one. <laughs> get out of genuinely, me. genuinely, every time I see a Charger uh, anywhere and I hear the, the engine, I'm just like, oh, yep, that's the Nazi car. Oh. Hitler's here. <laughs> David, do you have something to add? Uh, no, no. I just want to say that if Captain Ginyu was a car, it would be one of those trucks with big horns on the front because he has horns. Oh, you know what? You missed this last week. We had a whole discussion. Do you think Captain Ginyu's purple body is his original body? No. Great. We're moving <laughs> on. 
<laughs> no, I don't think it's his original. But I feel like that's heavily implied that he's like switched around a bunch. Right, and he saw that one. Is like, ooh, big purple brain. Yeah, monster. look at how look at how broad he is. <laughs> his brain is outside his head. I will be taking that. <laughs> I kind of feel like somebody has told me before that there's like something in Captain the canon. Captain, you began it. as a Gabe Smith type. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> No one knows who that is. You need a Gabe Smith type. He's been on the show before a million years ago. Um, he's very funny, very, very nice man. I want to say that he's the nicest the guy. It's a radio show, so no one knows, no one knows who he, he looks, looks like, like. But you can tell from hearing him. You can absolutely <laughs> tell. <laughs> you hear his voice and you're like, yes, absolutely. That is I a tiny man. Him. I could lift him into the air. No problem. <laughs> Anyway, that said, so yeah, the strategy's changed here. Ginyu is regretting switching into Goku's body, and so he decides he's going to switch. Goku in Captain Ginyu's body is begging Vegeta because he's a cuck. Vegeta, please, please don't kill Goku. Uh, uh, I mean, don't kill Ginyu. Captain Ginyu is our president. You have to respect him. You have it's to respect what do you, you don't to you wish ill on Captain Ginyu. Just because you have a difference of opinion that you should continue living in your body, and he doesn't think you should, so he's going to change with you. You think that's you think a difference in political opinion is enough to make him a frog? Just because a moment ago he was going to wipe you off the face of the planet means you're allowed to turn him into a frog now. Uh, yeah, so. If you're wondering what's up with this frog thing because you don't watch Dragon Ball, first of all, congrats on listening to this show. (laughs) (laughs) There's like five of you, and we think you're real freaks. We love you. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Captain Ginyu, he he wants to switch, and so he shoots his mouth beam into the air while Vegeta has gone up into the air to kind of gallic gun him to death. And uh, Goku sees this coming, and so he throws his wounded Captain Ganyu body over, and they switch back. Everyone's in the correct bodies. If you're at home, you can put away your notes. It's normal bodies. Everyone has normal bodies. All body types are okay, for one. It's okay if you're a little guy. It's okay if you're a big lady. Maybe you two should get together. (laughs) Maybe that's some content. Yeah, Um, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Captain Ginyu, he's in his injured body now, and uh, Vegeta, again, wants to kill him, and so he's he's beating him up pretty bad. He's socking him around, and Goku is uh, aware in, at this moment why this old mate is going to body change again. And somewhere at this part in the story, probably not here, we cut over to Frieza. What's Frieza up to? <laughs> he's Frieza, just murdering Nail, isn't he? Yeah, he's been fighting Nail alone in the woods, and there is no footage of the fight, and it's like uh, it's like a like gap of the climax kind of thing. Like it's yeah. too good for you to even see. No, well, what it is is it's like the um, it's like the airplane that struck the Pentagon. Oh yeah, it's actually <laughs> a lot like that. That's a really good point. <laughs> And if they showed it to you, you'd have just way more questions than you'd answers. You'd have too many questions. If it's and a conspiracy, to... explain to me why Donald Rumsfeld was in the hyperbaric chamber when it happened. Yeah, why <laughs> Why did Why did 9 million Jews <laughs> <laughs> call out of Capsule Corp? Was it 9 day? million? What is the number? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
for the World Trade Center conspiracy, I don't think there were nine million Jews who worked there. I know it's a big building, but it's not that big. Well, the World Trade Center was where they were trading Jews, so there were. <laughs> well, David, you used to work at. Right. You used to work at the Before museum. you got a call one day. You were the first boy trader. <laughs> why did you get? Why did you lose that job? What happened there? I forgot now. Oh, uh, the day the day of nine eleven. Uh, I was just kind of you know a little hungover that day. And <laughs> didn't feel like coming in. <laughs> didn't feel didn't like coming going in, in yet. <laughs> Don't Are you referring into- to? In real life, how he worked at the 9-11 museum. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Is you worked oh, at the museum. Yeah. Yeah. How did you lose that job? I didn't well, I didn't lose that job. I just kind of, I mean, the, the tour guide company were real pieces of shit and were not paying yeah. me. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. We it started wasn't like connecting you didn't like, do anything. A few of the dots. <laughs> you thought I did something untoward to 9-11 is what you're <laughs> implying. When yeah. they give you the training for the job, uh, all it is is a big map that like scrolls down from the wall, and it's a picture of the word Israel with an X through it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> you were trying to convince people that nine million Jews called in sick. You can say whatever to these tourists, and they will believe you. They'll always they believe, believe you, yeah, especially this the European ones. building must have been ones. fucking huge. The European ones, they have like a totally different relationship with that sort of stuff than we right. do. One time, They're one time, two on board. One time, one time, I had two Austrians on the tour, and mm. uh, the woman says, "Is it true that on 9/11 all of the Jews received a phone call and didn't come into work?" And she like asked that to me, like I'm the tour guide, and, it's yeah, like, and you're like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And man. I go, no, that's like the most anti Semitic thing that, that like and then her, her husband like realizes what's going on and tries to save her because she because I say that and she goes, Well that's what they told us on TV in Austria. And then, <laughs> and then her husband her husband tries to save the situation and he just goes, No, 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 that's not what they said on TV. That's what an American cab driver told us today. <laughs> <laughs> Our anyway, country's he's fine. His own tours now. <laughs> Our country's fine. Don't look into where Hitler came from. <laughs> also, well, that's one a time funny story at the gift shop there, they were selling a little book called "The Dog Heroes of 9/11." Ooh, is that true? Yes, we all know their names. <laughs> Say their names. We don't have to say it, Ella. We all know. We're Ruffles. all thinking of them. Yeah. <laughs> Mayor Barkenstein. He Ruffles. got the call. He, got he the call. went to the building. <laughs> yeah, he ran it, the dogs who ran into Tower Seven and got all the gold out just in time. <laughs> People are gonna be really mad about this episode, I think. There's a lot of issues with it. No. Google lose change. Do your own research. Where were a freeze anyway, this is all to say Freeze has been fighting Nail and yeah. Nail is huffing and puffing because he's so tired. Mm-hmm. He's exhausted from fighting Frieza off camera. They couldn't afford to animate it for you. And yeah. uh, Frieza's like the George Soros of the Dragon Ball universe, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, he is. He did. He, he had, did call all of the uh, Jewish Saiyans <laughs> <laughs> before he blew up the planet. <laughs> 
I don't know, but I don't know if this analogy carries. No, one well, to we one. had we had done a bit in the past about how Turles was the Jewish saying. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that was fun. That was remember a fun. When we used bit, to do yeah. movies on this show. I know we do have to get the rest of those. You movies promised done at some for point. like five dollars we were going to do every movie. Yeah. <laughs> When we started a Patreon, Jeremy set a goal for like every 15 new followers and we hit all of them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> we still have to like go find people and do like fuck a fan contests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, luckily nobody's held us to literally any of them. <laughs> Thank God. We did do like eight movie episodes. We did a lot mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So nail. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever he, done hentai episodes? No. We haven't. Hentai is not usually that long. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple that are like just what you need, like a full series, and you don't want to be. You don't want to. It, it would was be already fun to review a series. It was weird enough to do Monster Mizume. That felt so fucking weird when we watched that, that with. Um, was it just because it was in your living room? <laughs> we were in our my living room. Who did we watch that with? Was um not Benel? Who was with us? Oh, Lawson. Oh, Lawson, yes, we watched it was Lawson. La- the power combination of New York comedian Lawson Leong from the Talking Naruto podcast and Philosophy Tube YouTube star uh, <laughs> came to review a hentai with us. Anyway, yeah. I have to, you didn't take notes for this. I have to I go through it. Nail is having a hard time with Frieza and It's he really says, tough, yeah. Mr. Frieza, you're really dishing it out, but I think I can give you my all. And he does a big blast. Mm. And wouldn't you know, Frieza just sits there with his weird phallic tail thing. He's still in his first form. He's out of the chair now, though. Yeah. And he just takes it right to the face. The important thing and, to remember is yeah. that at this point, uh, Frieza's tail is not circumcised. It is uncircumcised at this juncture. It almost looks like Cell's tail. Frieza yeah. was the, the head of the anti-circumcision movement, and he managed yes. to get his tail foreskin back by applying a series of weights. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, the, the sensitivity and the nerve endings, they're never coming back. But aesthetically speaking, he does look more European, which is important to him. Isn't the whole point of the foreskin that it has the extra nerve endings? Like, yeah, why would you want you just would... a... A hunk of extra flesh. Why would you do you that? Yeah, I don't feel. know what it would. <laughs> it sounds very painful to me. Uh, write in about that too. You know, we're we're doing a lot of writing prompts today, but I yeah. do want to hear about all these things. <laughs> write into your senator about that exact issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Chris Christie dies, you want to hear more about foreskin lore. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it doesn't hurt Frieza at all. This blast, and no, he's left there over a crater, and it's that thing where like there's a crater around him, except the one little spot he's standing on. Mm-hmm. And I know it's supposed to look cool, but it's very Looney Tunes ish. Yes, I agree. It's like something out of uh, like a Road Runner. Yeah. yeah. It took meep, away meep, Mister Nail. <laughs> meep, meep. <laughs> it, t- it, it definitely detracted from the concrete realism that Dragon Ball is known for. Yeah, that's. It just took me out of it for a second. It took me I was out like, of what the, am I uh, watching yeah. here? What am I? Twelve. What am I? Uh, how old am I? Why? <laughs> I'm thirty. Why would I have a Dragon Ball podcast? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I have a child. What? <laughs> Well, is the president at least all right? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so Frieza is, uh, he's a lot for Nail to handle, but Nail is saying, ha ha, I bet this time while I've distracted you, they're even wishing for the dragon. And uh, Frieza goes, oh, darn it, I've been fooled. No one fools Frieza, the cool guy. The co- Frieza seems insecure about his masculinity, like he has a man robe. <laughs> Do you guys, does that track? Do you guys understand it's what I'm saying? Dude I, I robe. Was kinda, dude I, robe. I was kind of like getting a Lindsey Graham vibe from Frieza, like he's so right. evil because right, he's closeted yeah. gay. Uh huh. He does seem like he is not like honest with himself in that way <laughs> that's uh, that's one area i feel like frieza could Im- uh, do self-improvement yeah he also does seem like he is he has sucked john mccain's dick no he doesn't <laughs> frieza would never if anything john mccain would suck frieza's dick <laughs> he holds him aloft in the air i hate that you brought this john I McCain, the image out of my head but that's the problem john mccain he he under torture he hurt his arm so badly he couldn't lift up Frieza. <laughs> so in some ways lindsey graham is a patriot <laughs> it's getting very confusing uh frieza yeah. he's flying around he's looking for the dragon balls Meanwhile, Goku, at the last second before this changing beam gets off, because he's lying on the ground, he's so beat up, and Captain Ginyu is going to switch with Vegeta, take Vegeta's body, now that he's done this sick rope-a-dope two times in a row, that Goku, lying on the ground from around 50 feet away, takes a frog next to him, chucks it, intercepts a beam of light, which is moving very quickly, might I remind you. Yeah. Absolutely, by the way, does not know that what he's doing is the change beam. He just knows he's doing a mouth beam. Right, but he he has a he has those instincts, right? Those Goku instincts, and that's how he got to the top of the game. True, that's and how I guess he, is he does he is say today. change now. So yeah, it's not as subtle as you're thinking at home. <laughs> no, but I guess <laughs> a large but if you were goes change, <laughs> but if you were Captain Ginyu, wouldn't you want to mix it up sometimes and say yeah. change now, but shoot a regular mouth beam so that you're you're tricking everybody? This time, not change. <laughs> yeah but anyway my man an absolute legend goku nails the frog swap captain Mm -hmm. can you stuck in the body of a frog if that's not poetic justice what is that's a frog swap what is that's a frog swap classic that's That's a frog swap that's exactly what happened to our president they're in walter Walter reed right now trying to change back trying to change it back they got to find that damn uh, frog that has Donald Trump's soul in it. <laughs> they have all these damn videos of the president just ribbiting and hopping around. That's, what the, that's what the jump cut is for. There's They're a, trying to hide that he ribbits. <laughs> there's just a frog going, uh, Farrah Fawcett was very nasty to me. <laughs> the Vanity Fair party is very bad. <laughs> Used to be fun. No good anymore. <laughs> You show up at the party, you're thinking, where's the flies? <laughs> no flies to be seen. No flies to be seen. <laughs> the hors d'oeuvres parties for the birds. <laughs> Plenty of bird seed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Captain Good News, a frog, that arc is over. Goku is very beat up. They have to take him to the hospital. He's done a body swap, and he's very sick, and Vegeta beat him too bad, and he ran out of Senzu beans because he gave them to all of his homies. Goku yeah. kind of spent all his Senzu beans the way, like, like a like a football player at a strip club or something. He's just, like, giving them out. Right, hey, yeah. Everybody gets a bean, and then, oh, all the beans are gone. Oh, you shouldn't have given a 20-year-old 10 million beans. You didn't budget them well at all. 
<laughs> and then and then Goku's PR manager makes everyone sign a uh, non-disclosure agreement. That's true. The people over at the Bean Corporations are the real villains <laughs> yeah, here. Absolutely, absolutely must agree. Uh, so uh, what Vegeta does because he notices he's in a hard spot and they're worried that uh, he's going to betray him. He says, "I won't betray you yet because Frieza is a pressing threat, and we're all Americans here." This is v- Vegeta. Remember. <laughs> Vegeta is teaming up with Goku the way we all have to team up with Diamond Joe Biden. We have to <laughs> yes, focus exactly right, David. <laughs> Correct. And by the way, get out the vote while get you're out the here. Vote. Get out there. Do some robocalls for Joe Biden. <laughs> Lord knows he's not doing them. <laughs> he's not doing them. He's too worried about the president. <laughs> So Vegeta hooks Goku up. He's in the Star Wars back to tank mm-hmm. that they luckily borrowed. They Which, have the of same course, tank the president is in currently. Right, he's, in a, he's in his underwear and he's floating in the tube and there's a gas mask on and there's bubbles coming out. And uh, they he takes Gohan and Krillin and he says, hey, guys, thought you might want to try some Frieza armor. It's great. <laughs> It's pliable Frieza armor. You should all have it. Yeah, he says something about, like, you remember back on Earth how I turned into a monkey and I still was able to wear it. Right. It's like that. And they're like, great, that's not going to be relevant at all. But thanks for telling us. It's so pliable that if you were to turn into a monkey, it wouldn't be a problem clothes-wise. It would be great. You'd love it. And it forms around the sack. Krillin turned down the armor and went on to invent the dude robe. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, he does not turn down the armor, and they all look great in their own. Yeah, they look great. He's like, there's no dickhole on the front of this. How am I supposed to pee? <laughs> Why am I wearing pants if it's a robe? <laughs> yeah, so, man. So, I mean, pretty much that's kind of the episode. The rest is all it. kind yeah, of posturing, whatever. and you're waiting for Frieza to come and find them. And Oh, and they Krill- sneak off oh, with the Krillin Dragon Balls. Leaves. And the only other important thing is Dende explains that uh, the reason they couldn't summon the dragons is you have to say the words in Namekian. Right, yes. You have to get Mr. Popo back out, do the do the, the 14 words that yeah. summon the dragons. And uh, <laughs> so the episode ends that they get, they get everybody back together and they're like... Uh, oh, and then they, they do actually summon the... They uh, summon Paranga. They summon uh, Aaron Berg. Right, they summon a large buff man shot at like a 70 degree angle from the ground, which is the Brazzers angle. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> You're just looking at Paranga, who I think the note for him at, at Dragon Ball HQ was like, give me a daddy dragon. <laughs> We've seen the other dragon. Who's that dragon's daddy? <laughs> we, wanna, we want his tail to be wrapped in front of his pelvic area, and we want to wonder what's back there. He looks like the mascot for like a Cajun restaurant chain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that needs any more explaining. We all immediately understand. It's like it's like yeah, it's like if like a linebacker after his retirement opened a, opened a Cajun restaurant chain. John's wishes. You're gonna like your wish. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the episode. Let's rate and review everybody wow. and do an email, huh? Damn. All right. Well, what a clean one. 
What a perfect episode. Yeah, honestly, uh, great work from all of us. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. Uh, out of seven Dragon Balls, Jeremy Hammond, what do you give episode 35 <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z Kai? Wow, well, this episode that I definitely saw, uh, I'm going to give um, four out of seven Dragon Balls. It felt like a, an establishing episode, uh, kind of getting us to the next uh, next phase. I'm really annoyed you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch the right one. Uh, David, uh, thank you for coming on, as you do every week. Out of seven Dragon Balls, what are you giving this episode? I would say I think there was a lot of this episode to enjoy. There was a lot of action. There was a lot of, like, suspense. There was Romance. Romance. Um, you got to see the armor and understand it works basically like Spanx, but in space. <laughs> I'm gonna space give it, Spanx. I'm going to give it seven Dragon Balls. I what? fucking knew you were gonna. The second I asked you, <laughs> like I do every yeah, episode you have me on, give this demon an inch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I give it three. I you know what? Four out of seven. Like Jeremy, who did not watch this. Uh, <laughs> the first half of it is really great, and then the second half is very slow. But you learn a lot of lore. But it's not bad. I'd give it four out of seven. All right. Looks like we're summoning a dragon, everybody. Let's Whoa. say the word. We must secure a future for white children. (laughs) Hey, everybody, it's me, No Leg Day Shenron. Whoa, okay. I was worried when I had to say the 14 words to summon you that it was going to be a worse one, but... No, That's pretty- those are just outdated words. Uh, <laughs> we, it was a different time. I'm kissing my bicep. Ah. Whoa, nice bicep, by the way. I have been working on them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, all right. Well, David, do you have a wish for this buff <laughs> track? <laughs> I, wish, I wish to hear a little bit from uh, President McConaughey as he is battling COVID in Seems like something you don't need a wish for in my first time. <laughs> Alright, let's see if we can find him. Oh, hey, David. Hey, President. How's, how's it going, buddy? I've just been hanging out here in the, in the hospital in the triage. <laughs> they had room for me at, at the Walter Reed Medical Center until... Donald Trump came around and they said we needed we need the space for a current president. <laughs> oh man, hey, am I doing the voice right? <laughs> I can't tell. I see the dragon again. I just want to say you two have natural chemistry. <laughs> wow, I'm doing all right though. I feel great. Don't worry about all these weird burps and hiccups you're seeing in between words. All right, all right, all right, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Shanron. <laughs> My good friend delivered me South Carolina. <laughs> are, the, are the male nurses taking good care of you, President McConaughey? <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you before. <laughs> they abandoned me for Trump. 
Well, that's all the time we get with, with him. Oh, I gotta go, David. Gotta Don't ever call me again. <laughs> Sorry, he's a, he's about to be punished for a million years. Okay, oh my God! For me, Wait, I'm in, I'm in hell. Is that you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> We can't hear her, we can only hear you when you're going away. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is lifting President McConaughey over her shoulders. <laughs> oh, no. That's the last that, thing to see. That's it. You can't see what's happening in the, in the hell anymore. <laughs> oh, goodbye for me. I'm going to do deadlifts. <laughs> Damn, all right, that was a good good bit, everybody. Wow, great job. <laughs> De- definitely, like, a complete thought. <laughs> Exchange <Yeah>. minds there. <laughs> well, why don't we check one email and uh, get on out of here? It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon All right. Um, I'm pulling it up. Oh, you got Don't it. worry. Don't worry, everybody. Pulling it up. Okay. We got one on October 1st. This one is from Sam Binder or okay. Binder. Binders full of women. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Remember that? He's named after that. Young audience. His last name was Binders Full of Women, but they shortened it at Ellis Island. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Binders what? Full of Women Awits. <laughs> They're like too read... ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this and uh, see what this has to say. So Sam says, what up, weebs? I've been desperately trying to catch up on the pod, which I found via listening to Jeremy's other podcast, Generation Loss. And just wanted to write in and let y'all know that, one, Crowdwork Vegeta saying, folks, made me almost swerve into oncoming traffic due to laughing so hard. Don't We're remember that bit. That, sorry to almost kill you. Um, <laughs> sorry you almost died for something. But you've got we- some fun. I'm Sam, sure there's a the million of- more. <laughs> Sam, these are the kinds of sacrifices you need to be prepared to make for this podcast. That's true, yeah. Because I was going to say, there's probably about a million more times that we do Vegeta doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> Can't even begin to imagine how many times we, over the years, have done. What if Vegeta did a stand-up thing? <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's uh, get through the rest of this. Uh, two I pulled ins- my dick out. This whole room get dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing Vegeta has said previously on the podcast. Go find it. Uh, two, it inspired me to finally muscle through the Boo Saga after a full Dragon Ball Z rewatch. Some highlights of early installment weirdness. Two different episodes named Friend or Foe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember when Gohan found a sad robot that helped him and then died? I didn't. I wonder if they intentionally made Android 16 a sad robot who then died as a reference to that. I don't remember that happening. No idea. Uh, remember no. how much they focused on Yajirobe? I didn't. Uh, remember when there were three full episodes that Yajirobe spent upside down while fighting Vegeta, where we got to see Yad- full Yajirobe Grundle on display? Yeah, that's 
That's that not rules. worth the rewatch. That's the yeah. best part. That's the best that, part of the whole show. That should be its own podcast. Uh, last one. Uh, that is, that is go- that's Hillary Clinton's new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she and Mayor you Pete. You can see the whole package. <laughs> the little guys always got the pipe. <laughs> Don't say Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> I say I may not be Yajirobe during the Saiyan saga, but my ass was on full display. <laughs> Damn, had that ready. All right, that last one of these. Remember when Gohan found a bunch of orphans and they got taken away by the state and his response was, yeah, that's probably good. I don't remember any of these things, Sam, but it sounds no. like there's quite a lot of content ahead. Uh, last note here Jeremy and Katie met at art camp right so what kind of art did you do you can just listen to other episodes of the podcast for that one yeah we'll uh, come around to it but we we met in a cartooning class Jeremy was doing a lot of Georgia O'Keeffe stuff yeah I was drawing a lot of vaginas that's right yeah um, but if you want to uh, see my, my current work look at most of the stuff for this podcast almost all of it except for our current logo all right, it goes on a little bit more, but that's pretty much the email. Thanks yeah, for writing whatever. in, Sam. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait a second, because the end of this is uh, all the best from Sammy B. P.S. Alex, sorry about your weird balls. <laughs> no. <laughs> did he say that? He did. Yes, he, he did, did say, say that. It, yeah. But I don't. I, we didn't. It, I, I don't think it's there. I'm we don't need the to. Email. We I don't, don't need to. It. We don't need to get the fire going again to pull out the cauldron. No, leave the cauldron away. Uh, thanks for writing in, Sam. We love it when our listeners write in. Answer all those questions I threw at you this week. And that's going to be the show. Buy the books. We did it again. Another perfect yep. episode. Wow. Another perfect episode where we stayed on topic. We talked I'm about doing... the show. We both watched it. You know, Everyone's going to be happy about this. Everyone's going to love this episode. <laughs> two of two of your honestly your two favorite hosts of the show were here (laughs) it was born in a focused podcast body but felt more aligned with a nonsense podcast we didn't we didn't say anything offensive about anybody no everyone's gonna be happy with it everyone's gonna be really cool about the stuff you hear in this podcast just remember, Jeremy owes debts to the hospital, and you yeah. can't unsubscribe because of this episode. Just remember, there's a baby. Let's do plugs and get out of here, starting with David. David, what's going on? All right. Um, well, I'm off of Twitter right now, but starting October 16th, you can find me back there again at, at Spector de Force, and then you can find me on Instagram at Raw Spectuality. What happened? You got you got uh, banned for you got saying the band? no. I when I when I hurt my knee, I was like on Twitter all day, and then I mm. like it just wasn't good. I noticed the person I was becoming, and I was like, I gotta get off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you were a man with no knee and no control. Yeah. So I got um, off of Twitter, I deactivated my account, but I'll bring it back. Yeah, follow David, and if you see him tweet before that date, just let him know that you don't approve. You don't approve of him breaking yeah, his vow. make sure that you do that. <laughs> um, Jeremy, anything from you? Yeah, um, so big plug again uh, this week for my baby, uh, Nico. Beautiful <laughs> yeah, shout baby. Out. Shout out to Nico. Um, like and subscribe. Like, like and subscribe. You're gonna, you're gonna like what you see. Um, and uh, yeah, folks, just keep those spirit bomb hands up. 
Right. Keep keep letting together your energy. we can kill together the we can together we can kill the president <laughs> and get Nico out of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this picture of him by the way while we were recording? He's like in the back of the fucking. He's in the black SUV driving circles around the hospital to wave at people through the window. <laughs> I have not seen that. He looks like he's he looks like he's pawing at it. <laughs> <laughs> Having a baby, life in describe. All right, I'm uh, plugging my thing. I have a third podcast dropping this week. At the end of the week, the first season of the new hit show, Theater of Delights, is releasing on its own channel. Uh, all the radio stuff we've been doing on here is going to move over there. Uh, the idea is it's like Masterpiece Theater, but with... Me doing all of the parts of it. So uh, please go check that out. I'll put the first episode on this feed so you can uh, get a taste before you come back for more. Get a sweet, <laughs> sweet taste. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Feeling good about this, everybody. Let's wrap it up. Great episode. Yep. Loved it. Uh, loved it. Fantastic stuff. All right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. 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 Super.